This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. This time on a Thursday, June 11th, we are your daily dose of laughs and levity. I'm here with my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo, here in studio. Hi. And Ryan Wink at home with his beloved plants. (laughs) Just like, it's simple. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys doing this morning? I'm doing well. I got my cup of coffee and my beloved plants. All is right in the world. I got my coffee, cup of coffee. If you're watching the video, you can see my coffee mug says coffee. A bunch of times on it. So (laughs) that's pretty... uh, Singular, you know, what's that movie with uh, Leo DiCaprio? Inception. 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 Very Inception. Coffee. It's coffee on coffee on coffee. Upon it's like coffee. coffee inside of coffee. <laughs> no Dutch Brothers today? Hey, wow. Flannel Man. Uh, what? what? A nice you do a flannel. radio show? Can I be on? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even join. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm happy to be in the studio uh, for two more days. Second to last day. Yeah, second yeah. to last day. But uh, I know, and then it's back to me in a weird room with a bunch of weird toys. But uh, I'm not drinking coffee. Today's uh, craziness is brought to you by Muscle Monster Protein Shake. Across <laughs> at the little gas station across the street. <laughs> no inception there. <laughs> All right. Get your pros in, bro. Absolutely. There you go. Get that protein. No, no green teeny today, man. <laughs> no princess yum yum. No either. princess yeah. yums, uh, yum yum yums yums yum yums yums yums. All right, gonna start off as I do every day with a question for you guys. Have you ever been so upset with a company's product or service that you've actually considered suing them? I don't know about that upset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was so frustrated with Dutch Brothers greeting methods that I stopped going there. Is that? <laughs> it's close. I, I, never, I, I don't think suing. I'm not a very like sue happy type person. I'm just like, I'll stop using your product. But unless you really, really, you know, frontier, like I'll stop. Go, I'll stop using those cheap airlines. Mm. But but not sue. OK. All yeah. Right. Probably a good Tony. Thing. Yep. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, not sue. I've never got to that point where I will sue you. But uh, <laughs> but you know, Karen. about a yeah, but about a month ago, you know, with Xfinity, you know, I was super frustrated with them, like to the point where I considered dropping it. And they had the best internet, and I just 
I was so ticked off with the way the customer service was and everything that I was about done. Luckily, they redeemed them. But one company I won't use no more, and people love them, and I'm not knocking them. They have a good service, but due to what a nightmare it was to deal with, to pay your bill and cancel, um, and that'd be Sirius XM. I was frustrated with how hard that was to just say, I don't want to continue. I don't, I just, no means no. And they pushed me <laughs> to the point that I just won't use them. And I, they have a good service, but not Sue though. I just, I choose, I'm like right. Ryan, I just choose to no longer use them. And probably a good thing we're not on Sirius XM. No, well, that'd be different. If they were paying the bill, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, you know. But, uh, but currently today, because of that, I just I don't use them. Fair enough. Well, with that said, a man has attempted to sue Apple, claiming that the company kept his iPhone after a repair and used, quote-unquote, special features on his phone to develop features in iOS. Filings on June 1st by Rayvon Terrell Parker in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Missouri accuse Apple of taking his iPhone away from him. Parker's uh, centers around a repair of an iPhone in October 28, but the claims quickly veer into unusual territory. Parker asserts he went to the St. Louis Galleria Apple Store to fix an issue with his smartphone, detailed in other supporting documents as an iPhone 7. The store staff, uh, staff fixed the iPhone, but Parker claims they kept it by deceiving the plaintiff, knowing that it was the first phone to have new features, and instead provided a replacement iPhone. Related filings concerning an earlier attempt to sue Apple over the matter indicates a number of other issues Parker has with the repair, including the loss of phone settings, the resetting of passwords, and re-downloading App Store purchases. Furthermore, the supposed new features seemingly including, uh, includes having the iPhone set up to bypass certain startup load screen options, which enables the iPhones to communicate with other devices faster and more accurately, a bolder claim in the earlier legal action, includes a request for Parker to be compensated for the discovery of the group FaceTime feature. Now, uh, the earlier filing dated March 28, 2019, includes a valuation of the iPhone in question at, and here's where I post to you guys, what do you think he valued that iPhone at? <laughs> I'm going to say 5K, some ridiculous, just to, I'm going to throw it out there, that, high number. That, that's a good one. I will go, I will, I will stick at 1,000. One trillion dollars. <laughs> he also. I thought I was shooting high at five. Yeah, I and I was just trying to be that. Like I thought it was gonna be like a Karen move, and it'd be something stupid low. But it's just the principle of yep. things. Yeah. He also valued one, tr <laughs> one trillion dollars. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he also valued iOS twelve at another one trillion mil. One trillion, one trillion million, one billion, trillion million dollars. Did we go back to being kids? Yeah. Oh, one, one trillion, gazillion, billion, <laughs> infinity times two. And then also claimed in there, Rayvon Terrell Parker's mentality as quote unquote priceless, and with the total amount claimed for materials of two priceless trillion USD, a further nine hundred dollars is charged for rental of the iPhone Seven by Apple, bringing the total claims to two trillion and $900, and a priceless item. So it goes to show that uh, you, you can be upset and you can basically sue anybody for anything, but the chances of him getting anything for this are, are just outrageous. I think he gets the trillion. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> I think, you know, if, even if he gets half, that's <laughs> $1,450,000. And I think that's fair. That's for fair. For a priceless mentality. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Well, we'll follow this story closely to see uh, if he is actually paid out or wow. if he's laughed out of court, which is sort of my guess there. But uh, Totally unfeasible. There's no way he's getting laughed out of court. No, yeah. no, no. All right, folks, let's talk about today's show. It is a Thursday. The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when, huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? <laughs> We've got a great show lined up. We have Florida Man, formerly known as the Darwin Awards. We have 2020 summed up in some very smart memes. Our call-in topic today, sort of along the same lines as yesterday, but on the opposite side, dating horror stories. Again, good one. Bum, Expect bum, to see bum. phone lines light up for that. We have TV and movie fan theories. And up next, Tony is going to take us through the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, June 11th. Now, we want to hear from you guys, and that's why we have set up a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line. And uh, it gives you guys a chance to call in, voice your opinion, talk about any of the topics that we're talking about. Tell us if we're wrong, because... we are wrong sometimes, God forbid. But uh, in any case, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, 855-336-4973. Again, any topic, you can check in, tell us how you're doing. We will compile those together, put them out in a future show. And I think I might have those ready for tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Noise. That way, Can't wait. Yeah, that way everybody gets a chance to sort of see what goes into the Phoenix line, and yeah, maybe that'll open up people to uh, calling in and, and uh, giving us their thoughts. So, uh, But in any case, we are into the second segment of the show, and as always, Tony is here with our entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, June 11th, and today we are going to talk about a stream, a new streaming service, uh, really off to the wrong foot here, um, an old show coming back from the dead, an obvious event not happening, and are we back in the 80s? This is the news. Today, it is reported that HBO Max, yeah, that's right, first they had those issues where we're not on the Fire Stick and we're not on uh, any Amazon streaming service. Or Roku. Or Roku, so it's kind of hard to stream it on certain things. Now, is being reported, they are pulling most of their DC catalog off the streaming service. So if you are a fanboy and you are excited about most of the DC stuff on there, well, they're pulling it. So it looks like they are pulling Justice League, Wonder Woman um, in July. The reason being is we have a collection of DC films that will rotate on the platform. We have a new batch coming in July and then another batch coming in August. Precisely which DC movies will be coming in August remains unclear, nor is it clear with those pulled DC titles might return to HBO Max. So as of right now, um, it is being reported that they'll stay in rotation uh, in July will be Aquaman, Shazam, Joker, Green Lantern, and Supergirl will leave. While um, it says here the uh, Justice League will, that well, I think it has Justice League on there now, and the Batman movies are coming off, and Wonder Woman. Really, I, I have to say that I am disappointed. 
on. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's like you just launched this, like, not even a couple weeks ago, and you're already pulling off some of your big heavy hitters? Well, one of the draws to get HBO Max was the fact that, uh, you know, Warner Brothers has the DC Universe streaming service, which includes all of the DC properties, and they were saying that HBO Max would incorporate that in, so that way they didn't have two different streaming services. Sounds like they're going back on that now, which uh, kind of pisses me off. Yeah, it's very disappointing. However, if you guys are watching or listening and you have HBO Max, please, if you if you would be willing to DM our buddy Ryan, names Wink on Instagram, and shoot him your DM. Thanks, Stone. You're welcome. <laughs> Friendly service plug of the day. Moving on, on to another streaming service. Netflix will be bringing back the old Unsolved Mysteries. It is being Ooh. revived for a July premiere. Um, it will be streaming July 1st, Volume 1 of their Unsolved Mysteries revival. Um, it will have 12 episodes right away. Now, these are all new. Okay. And Robert Stack will not be doing the creepy voice, but it'll have the creepy vibe, and it will be exactly kind of like the old episodes where there's a story and everything's a reenactment. But I, I kind of feel like they need to find somebody with a creepy voice because Robert Stack oh, yeah. made that show like it was so dramatic with the music and him in the beginning it was creepy well i was gonna say if robert stack's doing new episodes we've got a bigger problem yeah because he's been dead for a while <laughs> oh <so>. absolutely <laughs> that's why they need to find somebody that has that that vibe or yeah. some, something something similar i hope they have the smoke machine for every single scene <laughs> oh, that happens oh absolutely keep it cheesy <laughs> and when it when it opens up you know he walks through the smoke and <laughs> or what if they did, they like had a hologram version of them or something. They just clipped <laughs> things from previous, like the old series. Because it's, it's headed up by the original creator. So yeah. they're back in the fold. They so. deep fake them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fans of that, be on the lookout July 1st on Netflix. Um, in the obvious, new, um, obvious news of the story here today, uh, MTV has decided that this year there will be no MTV Movie and TV Awards. Um not surprising why COVID-19 has kind of uh, put down a lot of shows and movies. So it'd be kind of hard to just base it off uh, three months worth. Uh, so they are I, looking to maybe in December, they've been mulling to do it in December, but as of right now, it is on hold. So if you've been a fan of the yearly MTV movie awards, which used to be really fun, right. like a right. an alternative to the Oscars, it's uh I haven't watched it in recent years, but who, who watches MTV anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Do you, Ryan? I, I don't. I don't. I thought you were going to say MTV decided they were going to spend another year not playing music. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's still happening. There's still no music on <laughs> music television. There's there's nothing. Oh my God! Who the hell? Cares. Absolutely. Hey, you know what? <laughs> what some fans might care about moving on from that, Peter Griffin. Um, the Goonies, too, might be more of a realistic thing happening than you think. So fans of the old school Goonies, um, Adam Goldberg of the Gold, now he does the show The Goldbergs, right. um, he just put out a tweet yesterday that he rivaled Josh Gad, who just put together The Goonies on his show, Reunited Apart. Um, it's been nine years, and he's been working on part two just for fun. Well, then... During this time, he kind of put the story together and pitched it. He had a meeting with Richard Donner, and now it seems like this might actually happen. Um, he put uh, together some of the cast of the Goldberg uh, 
in in still shots here, dressed as the Goonies. Um, apparently, it would take a new take, and it would be called The Goonies 2 Never Say Die. He's been writing it for nine years. He's modified it. But he got enough to the point that he got a presentation with Richard Donner, the director of the original one. So uh, if there is enough uh, nostalgia and mm-hmm. uh, things behind it, and I think with uh, the writer of the Goldbergs behind it. Right. Well, especially if Ghostbusters does well, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I think that'll sort of propel it forward. Now, have you guys gone back and watched the original Goonies anytime recently? I'd it's say been a few years. Yeah, okay. it's been a few years for me, too. We, uh, last time my boys were, I think it was last summer, we sat down and watched The Goonies. I don't know if I'm just getting old or what. I mean, I loved it as a kid. It is the loudest movie in the world. They spend the entire time yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could see that. Yeah. I wonder if Joey Giamini would have been a good fit for that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a screamer. He is. He's, yeah. He's a screamer. But it, it's funny you mentioned Ghostbusters because, uh, and Josh Gad in the last thing. I'll tie this together in 80s nostalgia. Um, on Monday, June, uh, June 15th, uh, Reunited Apart will reunite the Ghostbusters. So you'll have uh, Jason Reitman, who will be doing the afterlife. Uh, movie which now is pushed back till march of 2021 it should be coming Sadly, out yeah. actually it should be coming out next week right would have been coming out in theaters damn but coronavirus that damn thing <laughs> uh, but you also have uh ivan reitman who'll be talking about it they'll have bill murray ernie hudson dan Aykroyd, sigourney weaver annie potts um with, should be fun. With any luck, maybe Rick Moranis will pop uh, up Hopefully, as well. yeah. So if you're a fan of Ghostbusters and you liked uh, the Reunited Part Show, which is a very short, easy watch, um, definitely cool just to see a bunch of old celebrities from your favorite movies do Zoom videos. Um, so moving on from that, um, you know, to, I have one video game news. I really stayed away from everything sad and dreary in the world, and I just stuck at the geeky and fun this week. Um, uh Kind of a throwback to the 80s and 90s, having arcades. Um, yesterday it was announced that uh, 1UP Arcade uh, machines will be uh, unveiling new cabinets here soon. So if you are a fan of Miss Pac-Man, uh, Galaxian, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, there are and pinball machines. There's a Marvel pinball machine, Big Buck Hunter cabinet. <laughs> so if you like to hunt the deer... They'll be coming out this year, and they range anywhere from three hundred to five hundred dollars, depending on that. So, uh, well, we've talked before that uh, you know if you've been walking through Walmart or Costco and you see those sort of half-sized arcade cabinets, those are the ones from One Up. And you know, I'd love to have them, but the problem is I'm too big to play. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, my back would hurt. You know, bending over to try and play those. Yeah, and... it's kind of like the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. That's a four-player game, but this thing is like if you're watching on here, it's. You got trying to cram four people in a space like this. Doesn't really work. But that's all we got today for entertainment news. Let's roll on to them birthdays. Alright. Today's birthdays will be Ryan's best friend at a coffee shop. Mr. Shia LaBeouf. He's 33 today. Juice bar. Juice boy. That's right. It was the juice bar. What? Just do it. Okay. Uh, li- Just do it. <laughs> Tyrene, uh, Tyrion Lannister, uh, Mr. Peter Dinklage, is 50 years old today. 
Probably the greatest quarterback in NFL history, Joe Montana, 63. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Dr. House, Hugh Laurie, he's 60. The Mighty Duck Kid, Josh Jackson, 41. He's also, what, Pacey? And Pacey. Pacey and Dawson's Creek. And you know what? That was your celebrity birthdays. Real quick and easy. Perfect. Well, when we come back, Ryan's going to take us through Florida Man stories. Florida Man. So don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in just a few. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And back to the show we are. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, June 11th. Now, we are all over social media. Many of you are are watching us on Facebook Live right now, maybe YouTube Live. We are on the AUN TV network, which is about 15 stations all across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you want to get a hold of any of us on social media, you can do so by, uh, you can contact me at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony is at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot San Filippo 81. And Ryan is at facebook.com forward slash Ryan dot wink or on Instagram at names wink. So uh, this segment, as we do on every Thursday, previously it had been the Darwin Awards, but uh, we found out last week that, you know, given the current world climate, uh, maybe a little morose. So uh, we decided to rebrand it a little bit and uh, have fun with uh, one of our favorite states here in the U.S., America's penis. This is Florida Man. Oh, good for you. (laughs) That's right. It's time. For Florida Man, where I tell stories from the state of dreams, but sometimes dreams turn into nightmares. <laughs> Especially when it comes to Florida. <laughs> my my friend had a Florida State of Dreams shirt, and I just always I always loved that shirt. Florida State of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Bath salt induced dreams. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I will say this. I listened to a podcast one time. And they were telling the story about that original bath salts case, mm-hmm. you know, where the person was like eating the other person's face on the street or whatever. <laughs> Turned out that that person was not even on bath salts, but the story had already got out there so much and they didn't really issue like national retractions about it. But the biggest bath salt case that we ever heard about actually ended up not being bath salts. And I think that makes it even more terrifying is that he wasn't on bath salts and eating somebody's face. Right. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into it. You know, sometimes I've got some Florida woman stories, too. And this is Shanetta Yvette Wilson, a Dania Beach woman. Uh, for her, a ferocious fart while waiting in line at a Dollar General store led to her arrest on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. It wasn't her flatulence, rather, <laughs> says B, uh, B, <laughs> rather BSO says that when a customer next to her complained about her breaking wind loudly, she allegedly pulled a small knife from her purse and told the victim she was going to gut him, the police report said. 
Talk about sharp farts. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I pooped my pants. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did I, was that a good one to say? Oh, I loved it, man. I can't stop smiling. You just say the word farts. If it's a fart story, I'm in. I don't know why. Sharp farts. Sharp farts. <laughs> don't make fun of me. I'll stop you. Cut you like a fish. You. you will smell my Taco Bell and like it. I like how they started with a ferocious fart. Yeah, ferocious fart. <laughs> Another good band I name. In, I remember I was in traffic one time in L.A. and I was driving past. It was kind of like a dollar store or something. And I could tell the security guard was trying to block this woman from leaving. And she was holding a dog and a big bag in her hand. And I was like, it was a standoff and I knew something was going to happen. But traffic started to go. So I tried to hold off. And right as I had to go. I just saw her swing her big bag and hit him, and I was like, "With the dog in it?" And then, I, no, that she had the dog in her one arm. Oh, okay. The big bag in the other one, and it was like one of those moments where I had to just drive away. But I was really just wanted to. You just wanted to see the rest of the story. It's <laughs> like watching a train wreck. All right, oh, let's, Karen. All right, talk about stress while traveling. John Greenwood caused his share amount of drama at Daytona Beach International Airport. Body cam footage provided by Volusia or Volusia? Volusia. I don't know. County Sheriff's Office showed the suspect emerge from a men's room buck naked save for black socks and threatened to blow up the place. The airport was briefly closed but no explosives were found. Cops later said Greenwood was coming off a night of doing heavy drugs. Talk about taking flight. (laughs) Say what? (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, if he's running around naked and there was a concern of explosives, I, my guess is they did a, a very thorough search because there's only one place you could keep explosives. If, uh, he, he had black socks on, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. He had something. You ever heard of the shoe bomber? Oh, yeah. He could have been the sock bomber. The sock bomber. <laughs> Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another one. I think this is uh, another Florida woman's story. Sometimes you just want a cold one. Most people of legal age head to a bar or the liquor store. But Jennifer Sue Sunday considered her desire for alcohol so important that she called 911 twice in about a four-hour span. According to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, the St. Petersburg resident phoned once around noon, then again at around four, saying she had a medical issue when paramedics arrived after the second call, Sunday was visibly intoxicated and told the EMT crew she needed beer. Talk about drowning your sorrows in the can. Pun <laughs> <laughs> master. She needed. No. Yeah. It, it's, uh, you always hear the stories about the people who uh, call 911 because, you know, they got uh, screwed over on a drug deal. And it's like, do, oh, right. do you realize who you're calling? <laughs> But it's usually in Florida. Yep. Man. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> Calling the All cops right. whenever they can. Oh, this is a good one. Dominic Breedlove, a 24-year-old Central Florida man, went in for a job interview at the Cole store in Brookville. Hernando County Sheriff's say, deputies say he didn't get the job because as soon as the interview was over, Breedlove stole two pairs of women's Nike shoes. When charged with retail theft, Breedlove told cops they were intended as a gift for his mama. 
<laughs> talk, hey, talk Ma. about stealing the show. Hey, Ma, I got a job interview today. Oh, and I didn't get the job. I went to jail, but I got you these sweet-ass Nikes. <laughs> and never mind the tag on them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, that just yeah. doesn't surprise me. Wow. Anything like that ever happened at uh, Costco? No. <laughs> yeah, we've had some weird ones, yeah. Um, a lot of I've we've had some weird stealing stories. Now with interviews, we've had awkward ones where like they hover after you the interview's done and you know if it's been a bad interview and you got to be very professional and everything, but there's this weird awkward like okay, so you you're going to call, right? Yeah, we'll be in touch. Oh, okay. It's almost- and they just stare at you and it's like okay then. Goodbye now. <laughs> but as far as okay, stealing man. goes, Bye-bye. I personally haven't had anyone go steal after. It wouldn't surprise me if they did, though. That's almost like a dating horror story. Ooh, looking <laughs> into Tune the future. In and coming soon. Oh, yeah. No, I actually, an old friend of mine from high school stole from Costco once. And when he got caught, he said he knew my sister. Oh, He's like, no, no, I know. And I'm like, first yeah. of all, dude, don't steal from <laughs> Don't steal from where my sister works. And when you get caught stealing where my sister works, don't say you know my sister. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's bad. I wonder if uh, yeah, a buddy of our show, uh, Pop Culture Kaboom, Jimmy Jones busted him. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. I think he's watching right now. But uh, well, let, hey, Jimmy. Let, <laughs> let us know. Let's see. Oh, this is, how much time do we have? We've got about two minutes. Two minutes, Florida man. All right, we'll get into this one. <laughs> Jonathan Crenshaw is a true South Beach character. Yeah, he is. He has no arms, but using his feet, <laughs> he has painted before passersby for years on the streets. He has painted before <laughs> passers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't write this. But Miami Beach poli- police say over the summer, the 46-year-old homeless man stabbed a Chicago tourist by clutching a pair of scissors with his feet. Oh my the visitors, god! <laughs> the visitor said he and his companion had merely asked Crenshaw for directions when the artist, okay, jumped up and stabbed him. <laughs> I'm trying to picture this because I'm glad you continued on to say he stabbed him with his feet because like, well, the dude has no arms. Like how that when he put it in his mouth and go. Arr! I guess his feet cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. They asked for directions, and then he jumped. He jumped up and stabbed the man with scissors with his feet. Yeah, he had to have powerful feet and like some massive, like good grippage down there. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Well, I guess he's paint. So he's a painter, and I guess he's painted passersby okay. on the streets for years. So he's obviously de- very dexterous with his feet, but. They decided to use them for evil. For evil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ryan, I I would say that was a fantastic lot of Florida Man stories. Uh, Not quite as depressing as Darwin Awards, so I think this is a good one moving forward. Yeah, good stuff. I think it's a keeper. I think it is a keeper. Folks, when we come back, we are going to be summing up 2020 through some very clever memes. Don't go away. We'll see you guys in a few. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. 
And we want to thank you guys for sticking with us. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, June 11th. Now, if you missed any portion of the show, maybe you want to catch up on Florida Man, which we just covered, or you want to check out any of our previous shows, go ahead and head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can get uh, video, audio, everything you need there, or head over to your favorite podcast platform. That's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, I heart so many more. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Remember, sharing is caring. Not Karen. Sharon is not Karen. Karen. Do you ever Sharon sometimes think that when you say caring, like Karen just pops in your head every time? It does now. Yeah. No, but yeah. Uh, in any case, you know, we are almost to the halfway point of 2020 at this point, and uh, nobody will dispute the fact that it has been uh, quite a roller coaster of a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had uh, the Australian wildfires to start things off with, then the coronavirus pandemic, then the murder hornets, and then, uh, you know, the, the protests. And so it's been a crazy year, to say the least. Yeah, and U- UFOs are coming, man-bear pigs coming out of the woodworks. No, yeah. UFOs yeah. that was declassified, it just, it was so crazy that it just... Slipped on, flew under the radar, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what was that Mountain Dew commercial? Monkey Mountain? Mountain? <laughs> no. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain. Mountain <laughs> Dew. Mon- monkey baby. Baby. Oh, monkey. crazy monkey baby. Yeah, whatever that weird commercial was during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I don't remember that one. Wouldn't be surprised if that was reality. Well, in any case. Some very smart, some very funny people out there have uh, compiled memes, put memes together that uh, many of these you guys have seen in your Facebook feeds or your social media feeds. And I wanted to go through some of the the funnier ones that, uh, you know, they're not political, they're not uh, taking a stance. They're just sort of summing up what 2020 has been like so far. So the first one is a line chart that uh, I'm sure many people have seen. It's titled Relevant relative importance in 2020 so far. And so you've got coffee, kind of holds a straight line, car after February drops off, internet after February jumps up, but you have bra that in February drops way down. And then uh, sweatpants go straight up in uh, March. And then uh, masks are just all over the place. Nobody can figure out uh, <laughs> the importance of masks or uh, the inimportance, whatever that may be. Moving on, there is a picture titled, Me Being Prepared for 2020, and it is a man in a suit of armor holding a sword, and then uh, somebody expanded on that with an arrow in the little slit of the uh, helmet. And uh, I'd say that that pretty much sums up 2020 pretty well. (laughs) Here's a good one. 2020 is a unique leap year. It has 29 days in February. 300 days in April, or sorry, 300 days in March, and five years in April. <laughs> I was going to say, before you got to the five years in April, it felt like April was uh, like 300 days. I, it's, I don't know why, but it just feels like the year is slowing down as we get further and further along. Unless you're on vacation and you're here in Nevada, like myself, right. these two weeks have just like that, like it's... It won't slow down. Yeah, it feels like I just picked you up from the airport. Yeah. You did! Five years ago. Yeah. Or two days ago. Yeah. Or a week ago. (laughs) I don't know. Time is a construct. (laughs) All right. This next one is basically like a uh, Amazon review. You know, you you go through Amazon, and they've got the star system, five stars, and then, you know, people can leave a comment. 
So it says 2020, one star. Very bad, would not recommend. <laughs> I'd have to agree thus far. <laughs> Minus all this. There's some some good. Yeah. Uh, here's a good medical one. Question, if 2020 was a drink, what would it be? Answer, colonoscopy prep. <laughs> it's a bit Nazi. <laughs> For those of you who have ever had a colonoscopy, you know, you have to drink that gallon-sized jug of, it's almost like pure sugar water, and it's gross, and of course, you know, it clears things out. Have you had to have a colonoscopy? I have. Oh, wow. It's not fun. I was going to say, Ryan, have you? I have not. I have not either. (laughs) Maybe maybe I should. How am I the oldest one on the show, and I haven't done that? No. Uh, you need to go to a doctor. Yeah, like school, but I gotta get probed. Well, I know. <laughs> I know when we get to forty, it's time for the rubber glove. Yeah, well, ooh, it's coming. <laughs> this next one, uh, you know, you drive through big cities and and people put inspirational quotes on buildings, you know, to try and raise morale. Where this one has, uh, I know everything happens for a reason, but seriously, what the f? <laughs> <laughs> makes sense yeah no but that's usually it's usually the tough stuff that we need to use that phrase for everything happens for a reason right (laughs) 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 things we tell tell ourselves to get through you know i told i told myself that during divorce i was like you know everything happens for a reason the wife but look at you now well yeah no it's all good now but i think at the time i'm like there's a reason she slept with the grimace. <laughs> and, oh, it's so I can make don't. jokes. It's, it's so I can make jokes seven years later about it. <laughs> and still avoid McDonald's. You live, you learn. This made me so sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was sad. Yeah, okay. I didn't mean to. Okay. It's, I like no, to poke no. fun at it now. I'm glad you're good now. Yeah. I'm in a good headspace now. That's great. <laughs> it all happens for, for a reason. reason. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> the awkward, the awkward laugh and the look in your eyes when you do it. <laughs> so convincing. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason, right, guys? <laughs> I'm gonna go to Dutch Brothers now. Yeah. <laughs> just so, just so you can just feel so good can about a, yourself. Yeah, just so I can get a pick me up. Right. <laughs> drive through the drive through. I'm not ordering not, anything. I just want to talk. <laughs> no, it's it's not even that I appreciate the banter. It's just I feel better as a person about. I feel better about myself as a person. I'm a better person than you. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So in the craziness of 2020, I forgot that this had even happened. There is a picture of a reporter in the desert with somebody running behind them with their hands straight, you know, behind them. And uh, says the world was fine until we decided to raid Area 51. Just saying. Do you remember that being a thing? I do remember that. I do, that. too. I th- wasn't that last year, or was that earlier no, this that year? that was early this year. And that was a big flop. <laughs> it was. That was a big flop. We're well, taking over every 51. We're doing it. It's like five dudes. Well, do it you- ended up being some quasi-festival sort of near there that, like, people sold paraphernalia, like, alien swag. Yeah. Right. And... and- <laughs> 
They were 51 miles away from Area They were, like, 51. turned around with, like, machine <laughs> with guns and stuff as soon as they tried to invade. They're like, no, you're not coming here. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, okay. <laughs> All right, peace, dude. <laughs> well, come, come see my merch booth. It's right down the road. Well, the, on, the funniest, Whiskey Barrel Road. <laughs> the funniest thing about this is, do you remember when they were saying, okay, when, you know, when you're raiding Area 51, when you're going in, you need to do the Naruto run, you know, the anime, where you run straight with your arms behind you and zigzag. <laughs> It's like, who thought that up? It's probably a That's bunch the Napoleon. of Napoleon. Oh, I was gonna say it's probably like a bunch of drunk. Like, man, you know it'd be good. Like, we just storm Area Fifty One, man. Like, you be like Naruto. I'll sell my alien swag. It's it's money. <laughs> it's a surefire way. It's a to, surefire way to, to dodge die. bullets. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get the concept behind it. Like, we want to see the aliens, you know? And which is actually funny because they ended up declassifying UFOs later on. Yeah. But first of all, if they were there, they probably moved them long ago. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, not only that. It's a military base. You're not going to Naruto run onto a military base. You're not getting in within a one mile radius of that military base. No. You know? There's no way. It's. So, I don't think they were drunk. I think they might have been on something else, so though. Bath salts. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of bath salts, son. Carson City finest. <laughs> Speaking of aliens, there is a, uh, uh illustration, a comic that somebody put together, and it's a picture of the Earth off in the distance. And it's a, a meteor talking to a UFO, and the meteor says, I'm sorry, were you next? The UFO says, no, 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 after you. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming in July and August, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> Will Smith. Will Smith is back. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like? Wouldn't that just be the thing? Like on Fourth of July, since there will be no fireworks shows this mm. year, it just really we go back to '96. That UFO. Just if it happened in. at this point, I'd be like, "Yeah." It's well, like that, that Singapore that video sense. that was live yeah. on Facebook just <laughs> ran for a continuous loop. <laughs> so here's one where it's a picture of a an ancient city that's sort of emerging from water, and the title says, "Underwater ghost village frozen in time, set to resurface, and you can visit." And somebody responds, "Not now, underwater ghost village frozen in time." Where's the cricket button? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better if you've seen it. No, some of the, I mean, memes are hard to explain. This yeah, is a, sometimes this they is are. a tough task. <laughs> this one is not hard to explain. Okay, all right, all right. Are you cool, cats and kittens? <laughs> Somebody put yes. up, cannot believe Tiger King was the most normal part of 2020. Oh, touche. And if you haven't watched the episode where we interview the Tiger King cameraman, do yourself a favor. What? When was that? What date was that? That was last Thursday. Last right? Thursday, yeah. yeah. Last Thursday, yeah. That was. He wrote a book. I saw Tiger. Uh, I can't wait to read that. That was such a good interview, too. Yeah, yeah. Talked about Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and as we head into the break, let's see if we found a good one. Um, <laughs> Here's a good one. It's a picture of uh, the country of Europe in this case, but you could do the same with the U.S. It says, planning a business trip in 2020, be like, and uh, superimposed over it is the old game Minesweeper. <laughs> That's awesome. That I'm sense. surprised no Did you uh, say the country? 
Did you say the country of Europe? I did. I meant continent. Continent. Maybe. But it's <laughs> one of those days. I'm surprised no Doc Brown, huh? Nope. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we're headed into our long break. Come back. We've got a great call and topic. We'll call. see you guys on the other side. Wrap it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. my hands of this weirdness. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, June 11th. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your long break, got a cup of coffee, drove through Dutch Brothers, whatever it may be. But uh, <laughs> I am still here with my hosts, Tony Sanfilippo and Ryan Wink. How are you guys holding on so far? I'm doing great. It's Thursday. The, the third, third day. day. The third <laughs> day. <laughs> Do you have more cafefe, cafefe, cafefe for uh, hour uh, two? No, I just still have my coffee, coffee cup. Coffee cup. Well, hour two is brought to you by Kirkland Signature Water. Only two ninety nine at your local Costco. He's all jacked from his probes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got them gains. Gains in a bottle on the back. Get it says, gang. pump up the beast. The yeah, beast is on gains. pumped. Real quick, is that called monster milk? Yeah. It is. What? It, <laughs> made, it is made, made from real monster milk? Yes, this is monster muscle milk. It's 27 grams of protein vanilla energy shake. Pump oh, up the beast. Yeah. Macho madness in the oakster, the winkster in the sand. Sticky finger, simple lipple. Yeah, we're checked and pumped for hour two. Let's I, do this. I'd hate to see you the just, cow that that comes from. Yeah, it's... It's a super psychedelic cow, huh? Yeah, Mean Gene, just shut up over there. Yeah, huh? <laughs> monster milk. Okay. Monster milk. Monster milk. <laughs> hour one, monster milk. Hour two, Kirkland Signature Water. You're welcome. Aw. <laughs> hour three, Apple Teenies. <laughs> that is off air. Thank you very much. Well, folks, this is the time in the show where we want to start hearing from you. We propose a call-in topic, usually something that most people can relate to. Oh, today, totally. Definitely today. Call. Give us a call, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255 from anywhere in the world, toll-free, even if you live in the country of Europe. Not the continent. Not the continent. <laughs> <laughs> a little geography lesson after this show, Christian, all uh, right? I know, I know. I misspoke. In any case. That's a rare anything. It's So you got to have fun with that. I'll take my lumps. But uh, <laughs> So the call-in topic today that we want to hear from you guys is dating horror stories. Yesterday we talked about, uh, you know, relationship pet peeves, you know, and that's once you're in the relationship. Now we want to go back a little bit further 
to just the dating portion of things. You know, uh, things like Tinder and Plenty of Fish and uh, Bumble, which are the free services, you know, make dating hopefully a little bit easier, but sometimes scary. And then you've got the paid services like Match.com and eHarmony. Now, uh, this is a subject I can't speak much to uh, just because my time dating really didn't exist in the... Uh, technology era of all of these things I, you know, I before meeting my current fiance or re-meeting her um, there were a few uh, technology dates that I went on to but none of them were really horror stories but that's where I defer to you guys Tony and Ryan about uh, you know what are your dating horror stories well I thought of this one it was a, actually a girl I'd been seeing for a bit she was from Australia met her over here and then I ended up going over to live and work in Sydney for a while, but she was from Perth, which is on the opposite side of the country. It's pretty much from, it's like New York to LA, basically. It's a, it's a huge continent. Yeah. So at a certain point I go over to visit her and I was staying at her parents' house. They put me up in my own room there. They were cool. Um, her and I had gone on this trip and the trip wasn't going well. Um, and so we kind of cut it short. Uh, my snoring apparently was really bothering, <laughs> bothering her. <laughs> I woke up one night. We went on a camping trip, and she was in the car. And so anyway, long story short, she's like, let's just head back to town. It was some holiday. So we end up going out, and the bars and stuff were near where she lived. So we just walked. But as soon as we get out, there's like a group of friends, including her ex-boyfriend, who I could tell there was still something going on there mm -hmm. so he was kind of around and it was a weird vibe the whole night we end up going back to her house we walk back and she's like i can't find my phone so i'm like i'll call your phone so i call her phone and this guy answers and i'm like yeah i think uh you have uh, my girlfriend's phone and so i just kind of hand the phone off to her and immediately i could tell that it's him mm. just from the way she's talking right so she goes out of the room. Then she comes back. She goes, I'm just going to go meet him down the street and go get my phone. And it's like, three oh, I got a bad feeling about been... this. <laughs> and so I'm not feeling good about it. She leaves. So an hour later, she comes back, right? I hear her come back in the house and I'm in my own room and her room's the next room over. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't come into my room to say anything. And so I just hear her go into her room. So I wait. I'm like, she's surely going to come in. And I'm telling the story calm, but I wasn't so calm at right. the time. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? So finally, I walk into the other room and I'm like, uh, excuse me. And he's in there with her. Oh, no. She's made him a bed on the floor and she's sitting next to him. I'm like, okay, I'll just leave you guys alone. And so I go back into the room. I'm like, surely she's going to come in now. Wait another five, ten minutes. I see the light in the other room go off. Then I go in and she's now laying next to him. And I'm like, excuse me, can uh, you come and talk to me, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You don't see anything I, wrong with this? I don't have any friends there either, so I just feel stuck. Like, I can't leave. So I'm just basically there. And so she comes in and I just kind of start laying in. I'm just like, I I have never been treated with such disregard disrespect then he comes in 
And he's like, you don't deserve to be talked to like this. He's like, mate, why don't you get back in your box and go back to America? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, well, you need to leave out of this room right <laughs> oh, now. No. What you should have so, done is just snuggled in next to him. So the three of you are laying on the floor together. Like, you don't mind if I'm the noodle, do you? <laughs> Little spoon action. So yeah. basically, <laughs> he ended up leaving. We almost got in a fight. And then she offered to buy me a plane ticket back to Sydney, and I accepted. I then my flight was delayed. Oh, no. <laughs> but I made it back, and I, and I made it out of there. The next day, I was gone, and that was the end of our relationship. <laughs> Probably for the best. Well, folks, we, yeah. we want to hear your dating horror stories. When we come back, we'll turn it over to Tony for his. But uh, give us a call right now. Phone lines are open, 844-790-TALK. 844-790-8255. When we come back, it's all about you guys, the listeners. Give us a call right now. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, June 11th. We are the portion of the show we want to hear from you, the listeners. Give us a call right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. We're talking dating horror stories. You can even chime in on Facebook if you've got a nice quick one that you can type up. You don't want to get your voice on the radio. We'll go ahead and read it from there. Uh, before we get, uh, we do have at least one call at this point. Before we get to that, I wanted to turn it over to Tony for his dating horror story. Yeah, I'll keep it short so we can get the uh, caller on the line. Uh, but of course, you know, over the last few years, I've been on sites like Tinder, Plenty of Fish, uh, Facebook. In fact, uh, I did. Uh, I'm not going to use names here, but uh, there was uh, one, like the first time I ever used Plenty of Fish, um, real good photo uh, of this gal. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's cute. Seemed like we have things in common. I should have known. And we met at a pizza place. And it's kind of a weird spot to meet for a first date, you know. Totally met her. And she looked nothing i mean not a thing like her picture so i totally got catfish and the crappy thing was is because i didn't recognize what she really looked like she recognized me and she was like tony and i was like oh crap i obviously did say crap but <laughs> me being the nice guy i am i'm like well i'm spotted i can't just bail um, I ended up sticking in, and uh, I thought Darth Vader was on the line. <laughs> um, I uh, ended up uh, having lunch with her, and she turned out to be a really nice person. Uh, but the horror of that was I got catfished, and then I felt trapped. I couldn't leave right. because I stuck to my morals, and that one was bad. But the one I really want to share with the audience is a girl I was dating. Um, I called this one the last date. And the reason why is we were uh, in a I'm not, I don't want to say too much to it because she'll know if she listens. But uh, oh well, it was the last date. Uh, we were at a little coffee stand, and uh, she uh, she had ordered coffee. I had something called a white zombie, which was this pink frothy. Of I made myself monster, monster milk white zombies. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm never going to get dates off this show. I'm the apple teeny, monster drinking, <laughs> frothy white zombie drinking mother lover. Um, <clears throat> so we ordered this thing. Well, her hands were full, and her phone went off. And she goes, hey, could you answer my phone? So I pick up the phone, and uh, it was just this jobbled voice. And it was like, oh, hey, baby. I'm like, and normally, if I ever answer uh, robot calls of people I don't know, I usually answer it in a stupid voice. And in this scenario, I did this voice. I said, I saw you. I can't understand you. I can't hear you. No big deal. And I hung up, and she goes, why would you do that? What did you just do? That was our Lyft driver. I was like, oh, sorry. So then in comes this Prius, and it's a, a lady with a full-on mullet, like something Joe Exotic would be very proud of. Awesome. And she was pissed because I didn't understand her. I apologized, said sorry, I didn't know. And so I got the girl that's pissed off at me. The Lyft driver's pissed off at me. We get in the Prius, and we continue to go to our destination, and... I'm trying to cheer up my date, and she is pissed. And we hit a speed bump, and the and the mocha white zombie pink frothy all over the ladies inside of her uh, roof, all over me, all over my date. And I can just see the laser eyes coming at me. I can see Joe Joe Exotic's mullet staring at me, and all I could do was laugh because when crap gets awkward. I just laugh because I'm covered in pink frothy stuff. This date's over, and that was the end of that. But yeah, that was a, a horrible, just awkward get me out of here scenario. But that was really. Bad. It's not often when you're willing to admit that you were the terror in the dating. Yeah, story. baby. <laughs> well, folks, let's go ahead and turn it over to you guys, the callers. We've got somebody on the line. All right, who are we speaking with? Hello. Hello, is this me? This is yeah. you. I'm me. Uh, this is your average Chad. <laughs> your average <laughs> Chad. <laughs> well, average Chad, tell us your dating horror story. All right. Thank you. <laughs> that music is definitely appropriate. Good, good. <laughs> um, the, uh, I was in New York City. I was, uh, it was me and a really good friend of mine, and we're at the bar, and we meet this young lady, and we're both, you know, politely competitive for the attention of this young girl, both men being friends. My other friend decides to bow out and say, good job, Billy. You've outcharmed me. And he went home. Lo and behold, it was the uncharming man who had the better night that night. Uh, I uh, proceeded to uh, talk to this girl, maybe for just a few minutes, and she kisses me. I'm like, all right, this is going good. And she goes, do you want to get out of here? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, I was, yeah, yes. And we walk out, and as soon as we walk out of the door, I realize all my friends are gone, all her friends are gone, and she is inebriated. She is inebriated and just turns to me and falls in my arms and goes, take care of me. Oh, no. And I'm like, I just met you seven minutes ago. I don't know if if, if we had enough minutes involved for me to care that much. <laughs> but I did because I'm a self-respecting Chad. And I and we got in an Uber and we're in New York City. And I go, hey, where is your, what's your address? And she goes, four. <laughs> we're in Manhattan. Four is not an address. Four is just a number 
goes, and we drive around for about 45 minutes. Finally, the, 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 the guy's like, I got to drop you guys off. I don't know where we're going. And I'm like, okay. And as soon as I said okay, she throws up all over this guy's Uber. Oh, just and so he pulls over, and we're at the side of the road. I'm paying him money. I'm just giving him, like, flash cash I had. Like, here's 20, 30 bucks, man. Just leave. I'm sorry. Your, your job's worse than mine, or mine's worse than yours. I don't know right now. And then I'm on the curb. People are coming up to me like, what are you doing to that girl? I'm like, look. And for some reason, I spouted my story, and they were like, okay. And they were on my side. I'm like, I'm not leaving. I'm trying to help this girl out, but she lives at four. You know, I don't know. What, and uh, and uh, I don't know where that's at. And then finally, I had to call an ambulance. Uh, wow. And I'll never forget. It's funny because I told the story last night. I'll never forget it. She's pulling away. The door is closing on the ambulance. She reaches her arms out to me and just goes, why? Why? <laughs> As the ambulance pulls away. Oh, oh my God! And then I texted my friend on the way home. I said, "You chose right." <laughs> that was my. That was. It wasn't even a date. It was like a horror. <sighs> they just got dumped on me horribly, and that's my story. And I'm sticking with it. I love it. Well, that is a great one, uh, average Chad Billy. Uh, thank you for giving us <laughs> yeah. a call. Oh my God, that was that was awesome. The show sounds great today, you guys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate it. Billy. Thanks, Billy. We'll talk with you later. You, man. All right. Talk to later, you later, buddy. Take care, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. So it's funny, uh, Billy, who, if you guys are a regular watcher of the show, he's uh, when Tony disappears in the singularity, Billy is kind enough to fill in, and he always has wonderful stories, oh, just like the, the one you heard. But, uh, Four. <laughs> Four. <Where do> you <laughs> live? But it actually reminded me of a dating horror story that I had that is actually pretty good. So uh, this is my dating horror story. Goes back to when I was in college, going to uh, Chapman University down in Southern California with a bunch of bandmates and and friends. And uh, there were a group of girls that had come in, and one of their friends uh, was from England. Very cute. Her name was Victoria. We hit it off right away. We decided, you know what? Let's go have some fun. We're going to head on down to Tijuana. You know, we were all under 21, so you could drink in Tijuana, under 21, and went down there, had a lot of fun, bunch of kids running around, chicle, chicle, you know, just something that happens in Tijuana. Having a great time, things are going great. Finally, at the the end of the night, we decide, you know, let, let's head back up, and, you know, things between me and Victoria are going really well, and you know, it's like, okay, all right, you know, the, this is good. We get to the border get out my my ID you know they don't require anything for US citizens more than the ID get across she had forgotten her passport she was de- detained in Mexico for 10 hours i had to sit in the mexican customs for 10 hours while our buddy ran back up to orange county grabbed her passport came back down so that way she could get back into the U.S. And uh, needless to say, nothing happened. Nothing came from that. Um, you know, but it's one of those things where, you know, it was going so perfect that something had to ruin it, and it was ruined big time. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's bad. Those are some bad ones. Like, 
my I had one when Billy was telling his. I, I know. Do we have any more callers? We don't have any more callers, okay. but make it snappy. I'll make it snappy. So it's along the lines. Billy, a downtown after work, uh, downtown Denver, met up with a, a friend, and by the time I got there, she was super drunk too. And her friends ditched her, and I same similar to Billy. I got stuck with her, and she was like, she's so tiny, but carrying dead weight around downtown Denver. And same thing, got her in an Uber car. She puked, and when I finally got her to her house, she couldn't tell me what the code was to get in her house. And it was the longest night of my life. It yeah. sucked. This really <laughs> short snappy, because it, it, Billy's reminded me of that, because I was like, oh, crap, I had something like that, too. His was way better told, though, so that was awesome. There you go. Well, that was our dating horror stories, and Billy's as well. And uh, you can always chime in with yours on the Phoenix line. When we come back, we have TV and movie fan theories. Some make sense, some are a little outrageous, but uh, you won't want to go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a few. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, June 11th. Now, uh, if you wanted to chime in on our dating horror stories and just didn't get to the phone fast enough, that is why we have set up the Phoenix line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail system. You don't even have to talk to a live person where you guys, the listeners, can call in, leave your thoughts, talk about anything that we're talking about, correct us when we're wrong, like Europe being a country. Not a continent. <laughs> uh, or just give your thoughts. Or you could be uh, having a late night drunken Uber ride and decide, you know what, I need to call somebody. I'm going to call the Phoenix line. If that's what you want to do, give us a call. 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O. Or 855-336-4973. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together. Put them out in a future show. And like I said earlier in the broadcast, I think we may have enough for one tomorrow. So uh, should be entertaining. So this segment, uh, you know, I know Tony and I are huge TV and movie fans. We've got a pop culture podcast where we talk about TV, movies, video games, you name it. Uh, you know, Ryan, uh, we're learning more about you as we go along, but, uh, you know, you're a big fan of uh, a lot of the things that we are, and obviously, you know, we help you out with some of the, the geeky, nerdy guy stuff that, uh, you know, maybe you're not into. For sure. You know, I'm a big office guy. I'm a big office fan. It's the office through and through. There you go. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. You know, if you're a fan, you're a fan of certain properties. Well, uh, you know, depending on what it is, people come out with these fan theories about, uh, you know, maybe what you see isn't always what you get when it comes to the TVs, uh, TV shows and movies that we love. For instance, uh, here's one uh, a fan theory that uh, Hogwarts is actually a medical facility where Harry Potter is receiving psychiatric treatment for his paranoid and deluded belief in a parallel magical world. Whoa. Well, I never thought I of never... it like that. <laughs> Mind blown. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ryan, your eyes are so big. <laughs> You're blowing my mind right now. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Shutter Island. <laughs> exactly. Uh, along those lines, there is a fan theory uh, for those fans of Friends. 
that's our uh, third day uh, intro, that uh, BB, 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 Phoebe <laughs> Buffet never actually had any friends. She was actually just a homeless lady living in New York who liked to watch the other five through the window of the Central Perk and imagine what their lives would be like. <laughs> wow, poor Phoebes. Yeah, yeah. And those are some of the more outlandish ones. Obviously, there's right. there's nothing throughout those series that would indicate that that would be the real case. This one, there might be. And something you and I have talked about, Tony, that uh, Breaking Bad is actually a prequel to The Walking Dead. They're both AMC series. Uh, through five seasons of Breaking Bad, Walter White was essentially responsible for many horrific events, including his brother-in-law's death and tragic plane crash. But a fan theory that has been given new life ponders whether his drug empire also could have resulted in the zombie apocalypse on The Walking Dead. The most interesting and plausible sign that Breaking Bad is a prequel to The Walking Dead is the presence of blue meth on both series. The seed for the theory was planted in the second episode of The Walking Dead, in which Merle's secret drug stash strikes quite the resemblance to the product that turned White into a kingpin. Further hints at a possible connection between the AMC dramas include a red sports car and characters named Glenn, Gus Fring, possibly being Patient Zero, and the description of Merle's drug dealer as a janky little white guy who Daryl quotes as saying, quote, I'm going to kill you, bitch. Breaking Bad's Jesse Pinkman does fit that physical description and sure did have a penchant for saying the word bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? Is that uh, plausible? Is that something that maybe the creators were like, hey, maybe we can tie these two worlds together? I think it's plausible. I like that. I like when they tie things in like that. I watched Breaking Bad. I've only seen a little bit of The Walking Dead. Um, but Gus Spring being patient, patient Zero, that's I feel like that's a pretty solid tie-in right there. Yeah, I I definitely think it's plausible, especially uh, <laughs> what yeah, I've seen in my real life and how like people that use meth, they eventually do look like they're literally the walking dead. The walking yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on, are you guys fans of musicals? Not uh. Not, Not per se for me. Yeah. Depends on the music. Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah. I just watched that the other day. It, it holds up. What about Grease? It's a classic, but it's not not something I'm going to go watch. Okay. All right. Well, there is a fan theory that Sandy died at the beginning of Greece. Sarah Michelle Gellar circulated a 2013 fan theory about Greece in September of 2016 once it resurfaced. Quote, wait, this has blown my mind. Has anyone heard the theory about the movie Grease? The actress wrote on Facebook, at the end of the movie, Danny Zuko and Sandy Olsen fly off in a red convertible as they wave goodbye to their friends on the solid ground below, leading to the conclusion that the flying car was the final result of Sandy's fantasy, as in she is dead. During the song Summer Nights, Danny and Sandy recount how they first met and started a summer fling. The line, quote, I saved her life, she nearly drowned suggests that Sandy actually did drown, and the whole movie is an elaborate musical fantasy due to the lack of oxygen getting to her brain. The flying red convertible also suggests that Sandy is happily being whisked away to heaven at the end of the movie. Dang. I think it's more, I think it's more likely that Sarah Michelle Geller was just trying to stay relevant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is entirely possible. That is true. All right, for this next one, uh, Tony will appreciate this. We're both big fans of Futurama. The fan theory is that Bender wasn't the Bender we know from the Futurama pilot. The Bender that all Futurama fans know is a reckless, misanthropic criminal, but according to a fan theory, the foul-mouthed robot is only this way due to an electrical issue that we see in the pilot. 
In the show's first episode, Bender is uncharacteristically depressed after learning that he has been making suicide booths. Another important facet of to the theory is that when Bender reboots, his personality is set to a mode that befits his surroundings, which happens in the episode where he becomes a penguin. The theory states that when Bender gets electrocuted in the Hall of Criminals, he reboots to a criminal personality himself. Hadn't heard that one, but... I've never heard that actually one. Actually, kind of makes sense a little bit. Yeah, and I think you got to really be a fan of Futurama and understand anything you just said. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> oh, I think so, too. Did, Ryan, did you understand any of that? Nope. I, my eyes glazed over at yeah. some point, too. You're like, <laughs> I just, it's a, the, the episodes I've watched I really enjoyed, but I didn't know I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah, it's... Uh, that's one of those shows that you have to watch from the beginning. You can't just jump in and know what's going yeah. on because it deals with time travel and alternate and, and realities. Does, and follows yeah. a storyline. For, for an animated show, it does stick to a storyline. Yep. Here, yeah. Here's one that I know Ryan will understand. Okay. Fan theory. Willy Wonka killed and sacrificed those kids cabin in the woods style. In the end of Joss Whedon's Cabins in the Wood, it laid out a few rules for making a sacrificial offering to summon demonic beings to destroy the world. And one fan, fear, fan theory noticed that Willy Wonka is basically following the same formula while giving children a tour of his factory. Each of the kids is one of the five archetypes that Cabin in the Woods describes. Augustus is the whore, whose lust for food leads to his downfall. Violet is the athlete, who is a gum-chewing champion brought down by an athletic challenge. Veruca is the fool, a spoiled brat who blindly runs for clearly dangerous squirrels. Mike is the scholar, a television expert taken down by his arrogance. And finally, Charlie is the virgin, mostly just because he has pure and innocent motives. Interesting. Wow. More like Killy Wonka. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> Killy Wonka oh, at the that... Kill Factory. I think that's plausible. I mean, when you, th when you think back to that movie... Those kids, I, I don't, I don't think they, uh, they turn up alive at the end. I don't think they do, and I mean, there's some dark scenes, especially yeah, when they're in the tunnel and. Oh yeah, Daddy, and he keeps I want on going. <laughs> Daddy, so, I want a squirrel. <laughs> I want it now, but Daddy, I want to go. I don't today. want just any squirrel. I want that squirrel. <laughs> but Daddy, I want it now. <laughs> so moving on to a movie that we've actually referenced a couple times in this show, the fan theory is the spinning top doesn't even matter in Inception. Cobb mm. supposedly uses a top as his totem an object that will tell him whether or not he is in a dream. At the end of Inception, we see the top spinning and show a hint of a falter, creating a cliffhanger ending in which we aren't sure if Cobb is still in a dream or not. Really, though, the top doesn't matter. Cobb even says that the top is his wife Mal's totem. Cobb's totem is his wedding ring. In his dreams, he is wearing the ring, but when he is awake, the ring is gone. That's how you know he is awake in the final scene. His wedding ring is gone. No, really? <laughs> I didn't even notice that before. Whoa, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Inception. <laughs> <laughs> I can't want to go back and watch that. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, finally with the little time that we have left, uh, here's a movie I know we all love. Fan theory is that Ferris Bueller is just a figment of Cameron's imagination. 
This is a pretty famous fan theory that posits the classic 80s film Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a lot more similar to Fight Club than you might think. The thought is that Ferris only exists in Cameron's mind, and Cameron is imagining this entire adventure-filled day as he lies sick in bed. The whole movie, then, is in Cameron's mind, and Sloane is a girl that he has a crush on, while Ferris is an idealized version of himself who is not afraid to talk to her. Wow. Yeah, I could say wow. plausible. I never thought of that. Yeah. Tyler Durden style. Bow chicka bow. First rule about yeah. Ferris Bueller's day off is you don't talk about Ferris Bueller's day off, Christian. <laughs> you don't mention <laughs> Ferris Bueller. You broke rule number one, buddy. Bueller. All right, folks. Uh, we are heading into our final segment of the show. As always, that is This Day in History with Ryan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Well, you did it, boys and girls. You stuck with us to the end. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, June 11th. We are into the last segment of the show. Always a little sad, but we have fun with it. Now, if you missed any portion of the show or you want to catch up on any of our previous shows, you can do so. Head over to americamatters.us, not .com. Click on the shows and podcast links, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show, and you can get video there, you can get audio, or you can head over to wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Deezer, Dozer, Doozer, Gozer, whatever it may be. While you're there, be sure to subscribe for the latest episode, leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends sharing is caring. Caring, not, not Karen. Exactly. Sharon is Karen. Sharon is Karen. Unless you are Karen and you want to be Sharon, sharing with Sharon. Right. Single white yeah. female. Inception. All right. Well, folks, this is the last segment of the show. And as we do each and every day, we drop a little knowledge on you while we try to make you laugh. It is This Day in History with Ryan Wink. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Ryan Wink. That's right, folks. It's that time of the show where I look back in time and relay what happened on this day. Let's get into it. On this day, in 1184 BC, Troy is sacked and burned, according to calculations by Aristophanes. Wow, close enough. <laughs> I'm I'm Philip. I'm Filippoing right Filippoing. now. Filippoing. <laughs> That's what we call that when we butcher last names. It's it is Filippoing. Filippoing. It's a verb. You got Munson. <laughs> yeah, you got Munson and you get Filippoing. <laughs> oh, that's a great poll. I love it. So, yeah, the Trojan War. Uh, remember that? When they uh, – you guys have seen uh, Troy. Yeah, yeah, Brad Pitt. I'm taking – Brad Pitt? Her, yeah. Or Achilles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was – that was actually one of the more genius moves in in battle history. Yeah, the they Trojan horse. Lo- the Trojan horse, man. That uh, also that was a smart move. Also, one of the most common uh, computer viruses as well. Yeah. Trojan horse, <laughs> yeah, that's Trojan <laughs> man. I know. The prophylactic. Yep. Yeah. That's why I said horse. Right on. <laughs> right on. No. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Moving right along. 
I'm gonna just slide into this next piece of history. Yeah, just slide it in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, on this day, this is a hot one. On this day in 1742, Benjamin Franklin invented his Franklin circulating stove. Toasty. <laughs> doesn't 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 everybody have one of those right now? Oh yeah, yeah. no. Let me uh, describe it for you. Ooh, the Franklin stove is a metal lined fireplace named after Benjamin Franklin who invented it in 1741. It had a hollow baffle near the rear to transfer more heat from the fire to the room's air and relied on an inverted siphon to draw the fire's hot fumes around the baffle. Well, I've got a hollow baffle near the rear as well, so, yeah. Yeah. I actually <laughs> knew that about you. Did you? <laughs> so, sort of the precursor to the convection oven. That's what it seems like to me. I mean, you got siphons, you got baffles. And emphasis on the baffle, because I don't know what I'm talking about. That Ben Franklin was a <laughs> smart dude. He created all kinds of stuff. He was Doc Brown before Doc Brown, obviously. Right, and not president. Yeah. No. I mentioned that on the show yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yep. I'll mention it again. He's on I money. Mean, he's on money. Not all dead presidents. That's how badass you got to be to get on money. Yeah. Right? And not be a president. All right. Let's move on to this next one. Take another little piece of my heart for this one. On this day in 1966, Janice Joplin plays her first gig in San Francisco. Nice. Yeah, Janice Joplin, so, uh, apparently she was uh, a little bit of a nympho. She, uh, <laughs> she had fun, obviously died early. And uh, is she one of the ones who fell into that, uh, what is it, like age 31 curse? Or, or I forget what the age is. but uh, 27? 27, yeah. The 27 Club. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, when you look at River photos, Phoenix. Yep. Kurt Cobain. Hendrix. Jim Morrison. Marilyn Monroe? Uh, I, I think she know. was 36. Oh, okay. Because remember, I screwed that up yeah. like uh, every time on this birthday. <laughs> she would be 58. They, in fact, yeah, she's, the re she's the reason why I got rid of the heavenly birthdays because I totally bombed that one. So I've kept them <laughs> off. <laughs> Mama Cass and the Ham Sandwich. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. Let's move on to the... <laughs> <laughs> Mama Keith was a nympho with sandwiches. Fatality. All right, on this day in 1966, Painted Black by the Rolling Stones peaks at number one in the U.S. That's a trippy song. That is a trippy it song. It's a good one. It's sort of like a haunting <laughs> lyric and uh, one of my favorite Rolling Stones songs. Say, yeah. It is. A long time ago, uh, you know, the first time I actually heard that song was uh, when I was a light boy slash roadie for Christian's band, uh, Dark Intent, was that? Way yeah. back when? and Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy was the singer, and they covered it. It was a badass song. Oh, man, that song Oh, you guys sweet. covered it? We did, yeah. It was and a hard rock version And then I found out it was, but uh, that song is sweet. Very dark. Yeah. Yeah, I first heard that song. Do you, there was a Kevin Bacon movie. Super trippy movie. Have you ever seen that? He like the, he lives in this house, and I think there's some spirits. Yes. Um. Oh, what was it? Uh, right, not the turning, but stir of echoes. Stir of echoes. Stir of echoes. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Solid. I want to revisit that one. I remember oh, that I being bet. like a real trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a good movie. Good callback to an older flick. Wow. Oh, this one is for Christian here. In 1969, the ballad of nice. John and Yoko by the Beatles hits number one in the UK. <laughs> Great song. John, yes. Yoko, John, yes. No. Yoko. 
Yoko, Yoko hit him no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> John's in love with the Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps bringing around. We tell him and tell him, but she keeps showing up. <laughs> How about no, John? Where to go, a-hole? Leave Yoko at home. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Release oh, the freaking murder the Beatles. <laughs> imagine how frustrated. Because we've all had that friend, right, with that girlfriend? Oh, totally. Oh, dude. That's that girlfriend on steroids. Oh, yeah. 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 I have a rule now, like, in the dating world, like, to kind of throw back to our horror dating stories. Like, I tell all my friends, I go, like, you guys got to be honest. Like, if... This girl's cray cray, and I'm just too blind to see it. You gotta like let me know. Not take your uh, opinions into consideration. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they told John, and John was like, "Oh, don't care what you say. I love her." <laughs> <laughs> and we see how that worked out for him. Fatality. Okie dokie. Moving right along on this day in 1982, ET the extraterrestrial premiered in theaters at number one. To universal acclaim and stayed at the top of the box office for six weeks, surpassing Star Wars as the highest grossing film of all time. E.T. was a great movie. Do you remember back in, was it 2001, 2002, where they went out and digitally took out all the guns that the cops had and instead replaced them with uh, walkie-talkies? No. no. They did, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. why did they do that? Uh, because uh, they were know. trying to... People, 2001 it yeah people were sensitive about you know guns and violence right. and all that stuff right. it, it, same reason elmer fudd and yosemite sam don't have guns in the current looney tunes iteration that's great right, did not right. know they went back and did i that. didn't know that yep i mean that movie was so iconic to my childhood it was and it's funny when you said the extraterrestrial for some reason i thought of cheech and chung that when uh, Cheech dressed up as eddie testicle <laughs> i just popped in my head randomly <laughs> hey man i'm eddie testicle <laughs> Eat that's on movies the, that movie's the reason I like Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude. Right? I mean, Elliot. they look so good. The little, the, the sound, like his little fingers grabbing them and the yeah. sound of him crunching them. Nom, nom. That's one worth Man. going back and watching. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, this is some electrifying piece of history right here. 2009, oh. a Texas mother hit by lightning while standing in her kitchen in her Texas home. Pre-punk. Witnesses, <laughs> witnesses say lightning came through a light fixture, struck her chest, and exited her foot. She survived after three days in the hospital. In her house, struck by lightning. Oh, that that's terrifying, just that thought. And Oh, yeah. I'd immediately go out and play the lottery. Yeah, because right? the odds of ever getting hit with that, especially just sitting at home. She's watching uh, Tiger King. That damn joke's... Ah! Well, what year was this, Ryan? Oh, 2009. Oh, yeah. Well, Joe Exotic was happening. No it just Netflix. Wasn't being, it just wasn't being yep. released yep. to the public yet. And, Ryan, we've got about a minute left. Go ahead and hit us with one last day in history fact. Well, let's, let's go through uh, some weird holidays today. I like it. Holiday! It's, it's corn on the cob day. Get Na- some. <laughs> Get yourself those little corn on the cob stickers for the ends. Trust me, it'll make your life easier. And, and if you're driving in Nebraska, be sure to eat it on as you're driving to work. I've seen that in Nebraska. You're just driving <laughs> Far as eat, the eye can see. Just eating corn as they're driving. I'm like, what the hell? That, <laughs> only in Nebraska. Uh, 
Um, we're going to dive deep on this one. It's Cousteau Day, as in Jack Cousteau. Ooh, that's a good one. Cousteau, Cousteau. Good pre-pun there that uh, I don't have the soundboard up for. And then finally, give us one more holiday. You know I like to leave it on a high note, positive. It's National Making Life Beautiful Day. Yes, Ah. and we encourage you folks, the listeners and watchers, to make life beautiful. And join us tomorrow where we have good news, everyone, as we do on Fridays. We'll see you guys then. Have a great day.